Hi everyone, welcome back to the Business Cube podcast with your host Ochoko and Debbie. So today we've got some hot news for you. Debbie, do you want to share more? Yeah, sure. Hi everyone. So in today's podcast, we're going to be speaking about Kylie Jenner and her new clothing line called Kai. So recently Kylie Jenner launched a clothing line. This caused a bit of a stir and it's also caused some mixed headlines. So on the one hand, she's been really successful so far. So apparently in the first hour, she had a million dollars worth of sales. However, there's been a lot of um, commentary online from people that have bought into the brand or who have sort of looked into it, where people have said that the clothes maybe aren't worth the the price, that the price is quite high for the clothes. Also, some people have accused her of copying other brands, including Kanye West and also some other brands as well. So she's been facing quite a bit of backlash as a result of um, being accused of, of stealing her brand and her ideas from other creators. So what are your thoughts on that, Sugar? Uh, initial thoughts was yeah the one million dollar sells in one hour did you say mm-hmm. one yeah, hour. that's that's incredible you know to sell that much so fast that's incredible and really shows the power of social media at the moment and then in terms of the backlash it looks interesting i'm not too privy on some of these other brands but i've certainly noticed a lot of the a lot of people yeah seem to be seems to be saying the same thing it's not like one or two people it seems to be a lot of people seem to be saying the same thing that um it looks like you know, some other brands, some easy brands and so on. Um, it'll be interesting to get your thoughts on it as well. Yeah, I think it's interesting that celebrities are able to foray into various different industries and be successful straight away. So literally, you know, not really based on the quality, not really based on pedigree. I don't think she's not really known as a designer. She's not known as a um, a person who manufactures clothes, but literally because she's a celebrity and she has a huge brand, she's able to just launch a brand and get a million dollars worth of sales just straight away like that. I think many companies would be would would you know do anything to get that kind of of engagement. Yeah, only only thing is it was a pre order. There was a pre order, so maybe the one hour might be a bit misleading in that way because it it might be I don't know maybe it might have been we don't know how long it's been on pre order for. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think she definitely would have been impacted by people pre ordering. But even that, the fact that she can put a pre order in place. I think many businesses still would love to be able to make a million dollars off of pre-order. I think that's just incredible. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But then, of course, the real test is what happens next. So the initial buzz, she's going to get buzz. She's going to get headlines in general. Even if she didn't make the million dollars in sales, I think she would have already gotten attention because she's one of the Kardashian-Jenner sisters that's launched a brand. But the real test is what happens next in terms of do the consumers actually like it? I think you've been doing a little bit of research into uh, what people have been been thinking about the brand. Yeah, as I, as I was saying, so generally speaking, it seems like a lot of them seem to be, it seems to be quite mixed views. A lot of people seem to be saying that it's similar to some of the, some of the coats, for example, are similar to Yeezy coats. Um, I think you saw some similarities, isn't it? Um, with some of the Yeezy designs. Yeah, also the way that the poses and the pictures the way that she, yeah, some of the aesthetics, it does definitely look a bit similar to things we've seen on the market already. Mm. And um, but generally, it, it looks it looks simple. I think there's some leggings I saw. I think they're around fifty pounds, fifty dollars. Would you say that's expensive? Is that expensive for ladies' leg- leggings? Would yeah, you I would say? say it's quite on the higher side. But then I guess it depends on the quality. It depends on how you're supposed to wear it as well. So just, you can always find a justification. And there's always someone that's willing to spend money on clothes. So. If you can find an audience, then Bob's your uncle. So but I think she specifically said in the um, press release that she wanted it to be affordable. Okay. So I think if her aim was to make it affordable, probably not quite hitting the mark there. 
So, okay. So, yeah, that's, 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 in fact, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Where would you say it's pitched? Do you think that's so it's more of a premium premium brand? Or I, would, I wouldn't say it's premium. Say? So, I think the range goes up to about $200. So, I wouldn't say that's premium. But I think she's definitely wanting to... I think she could definitely price it lower if she wanted to. But it's one of those things where if people are willing to spend the money, she's got a big name. With that comes a large audience. People are going to have deep pockets. Some people will save up their money to buy it. So if people are going to buy it, why not try your luck? I guess that sort of thing is what she was thinking. But I think there's something to take away from, you know, Rihanna, when she had her Fenty Beauty, when she first launched Fenty Beauty, I think a lot of people also expected the foundations, for example, to be really expensive, but she took a different approach um, and she priced it, I would say, quite similar to MAC Cosmetics. So it wasn't the cheapest. It's not like... um drugstore like Maybelline or L'Oreal it wasn't as cheap as that but in comparison to really high-end products like Marc Jacobs or you know Tom Ford Beauty which would probably be like 50 pounds 60 pounds hers was about 26 pounds so it was reasonably priced I would say but the key was with Rihanna's Fenty Beauty Foundation was it wasn't just reasonably priced products it was actually good quality products Kylie's brand just launched this week or you know the people already say oh, I'm not sure about the quality and <laughs> things of that nature it doesn't really bode well for the longevity of the brand yeah how did her previous brands do because some people were saying that her swimswear didn't do as well uh, yeah, do you know looking, how that did yeah I was looking at that as well a lot of people were saying that her swimwear line that was launched a few years ago flopped it didn't really do very well I think people were very unhappy about the quality of the products and I think it's, it's like what you were saying in terms of the power of social media. People will speak. If people are not happy with the quality of a product, they will not be silent. They will vocalise it. Mm. So, Well, that, that's interesting because I understand that allegedly that Kylie was involved all the way through from picking the materials to doing the, the looking the at the designs, design. choosing the designs, et cetera, et cetera. So, so yeah, so hopefully that sounds like the material should be much better this time if she's more involved, but we shall see what people say about the material yeah yeah that's a very good point she would have been able to take some lessons learnt from her previous ventures and hopefully make this one much better so yeah that's actually a very very good point um also just wanted to point out so her sister kim kardashian has a skims line and in contrast to kylie jenner's line i would say overwhelmingly the reviews that i've seen for skims have been very positive uh, I don't think Skims is very is you know the the cheapest product out there, but I think again this goes back to you will get a buzz as a celebrity as someone who's notable. If you're launching a brand, you will get a buzz for your product because of your name. But if you want the brand to be successful long term, the quality of the product has to be there. And I think Skims was able to do that. Fenty Beauty by Rihanna was able to do that. So the fact that Kai so far has had a, quite a few mixed reviews doesn't really bode well but she could potentially be able to iron out some of these issues as well that people have and uh, maybe there could be a second release of the brand and it could perhaps do a bit better but i think what does worry me because i do if you remember ivy park by beyonce yeah um yeah again that also had some mixed reviews so it probably did very well initially because i mean beyonce is a superstar you know she's beloved she's hugely popular so I'm sure her fans would have gone out in droves. Could you remind us of some of the mixed reviews that was there? I think with Ivy Park, I think people mentioned the price of it. Some of the items people felt was a bit pricey. I think people were also confused in terms of what to do with the product. So it was, it was uh, Ivy Park was in collaboration with Adidas. So there was um, athletic wear, I guess, 
but some of it were did not seem very practical for the gym or for athletic work. Um, for, for example, there was like dresses and skirts, which people felt that it probably wasn't the most practical thing. Um, and then also, I think people weren't really happy with some of the colours initially. So we live in the UK and um, some people describe some of Ivy Park resembling the Sainsbury's <laughs> uniform. And Sainsbury's is... Uh, supermarket in the UK they, so it's that purple is it yeah burgundy, burgundy, burgundy and orange burgundy and orange is the uniform and I think one of Ivy Park's uh, um, collections was literally all burgundy and orange uh, so people say they look like the Sainsbury's uniform so um, yeah so I think I think again so I think Ivy Park had mixed reviews Ivy Park has stopped production now I think it was very expensive as well no? yeah some people were saying it was quite pricey yeah so I think these are all pitfalls to avoid you know these are all lessons to be learned so hopefully hopefully at the very least Kylie listens to some of the mixed reviews and um, can make some adjustments Mm -hmm. but but what do you think about people saying that she's copied other brands like what do you think about that to be honest I think a lot of companies copy each other anyway so I kind of feel like you know I I suppose I feel for the maybe the maybe the smaller designers maybe Um, I can understand the frustration of the smaller designers like if they've come up with something that's quite unique and then, you know, somebody like Kylie comes over and copies it, I can understand the frustration. But I think for the in terms of the big companies, like your Yeezys, I think, you know, that's just, yeah, part and parcel of business is just, yeah, that that's just something that happens, yeah. Just so, got to keep improving, I guess. So as a business, what can a business do to prevent other businesses from just copying their ideas? I'm not sure in terms of fashion, but I have heard, for example, with Louboutin, Christian Louboutin shoes, he was able to prove that a company was trying to copy his shoes. So Louboutin is the one with the red bottoms. So the company was able to prove that there was, an, I think there was another company that was trying to copy it and sell it uh, as like, I guess, knockdown version of Louboutin. <laughs> and they were able to prove that, um, they were able to prove that, yeah, they were basically trying to copy Louboutin because the red, the red of the brand underneath the shoes was um, unique to Louboutin, and they actually won that case. Okay. And it's similar to Kanye West as well when he was doing his foam shoes. I believe some of the high street stores tried to copy it as well. Some of the sliders. Oh yeah, I did hear about and they that. got into trouble. Which which one was it? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I do. I do remember there were he they him. I think planning to sue or suing. Yeah, he just, he for just threatened it. that that seemed to be enough. They were like, was, I don't know if it was Target or something, and it did look yeah. identical. To be fair, but yeah. a fraction of the price. Yeah, for a fraction of the price. Yeah, um, these firm these firm sliders are usually like two hundred, maybe two hundred, is it two hundred dollars, maybe a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Usually quite expensive, and uh, yeah, so yeah, threatened to sue them. That seemed to be enough to for them to run and they decided to stop selling it. So I think, yeah, it's, it seems like the, uh, is that copyright? I would imagine. Yeah, I guess trademark and trademark copyright. and stuff, yeah. And I suppose having a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would help. Having a very good lawyer helps. So for Skims Men, when they launched, they had the help of Neymar, which is a international footballer, Brazilian footballer, who's world renowned for, for his footballing. And also they became the official underwear partners for the NBA. That sounds like a new title. I don't think that's, that, was, that, was a, that wasn't a thing before. I think they've given them themselves their own title, but you get the drift. It's quite clever marketing, but you've, you've, you, you get the drift. So yeah, so that's very, and it seems to be well received at the moment. Um, from what some people are saying, what they're saying is that 
Um, in fact, it, it tends to be women that tends to buy the other half, the um, boxes or like these premium boxes. So that's actually the market for for buying premium boxes. It tends to be more women that, that buy it than actually men, which is quite interesting. So she probably already has an audience for it already. But it sounds like with the advertising, it sounds like she's actually directly trying to attract men from, from it, from the advertising that she's doing. So she's still trying to tap into that male, yeah, directly, directly into that male market. I think yeah. it's smart because essentially, or invariably what she'll be doing is making it appealing to men. Mm-hmm. So that when, the, so even if the women are still the ones to purchase it, when the men receive it, they'll be happy to receive it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they won't be thinking, well, what the heck is this? They'll mm-hmm. even be excited. Oh, well, you know, this is this one is endorsed by really top sports people, right? So, which a lot of men are into sports, etc. So, it's actually very, very clever, you know. So, some men will purchase it, but for the women that will continue to purchase it, well, they'll say, oh, well, you know, my guy will probably like it. The mm. same way, you know, how all these brands are quick to endorse sports stars um, from the athletics companies themselves, like Nike and Adidas, to even drinks companies, you know, love to endorse because once you're you're associated with this sports star who has a lot of popularity it increases the brand's reputation and value mm. in that in that regard to their audience also it just raises the awareness of it because even this is just raising also raising the awareness of it because if not for these partnerships and endorsements i wouldn't have known that skims for men had launched because what she could have done was just <laughs> added the men's line yeah, yeah. But she didn't. She didn't just add a men's line. She decided to roll out, essentially roll out a launch, but in a very clever way, mm. partnering with sports stars and then partnering with the NBA officially, like mm. you said, with this title that they created. So it's very, very clever marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Seems to have a strong team there. Yeah. And and then the other thing, the other thing that was interesting. So yeah, so the price points, the price points. From what I've been seeing, the boxes tend to be around forty-five, fifty, fifty-five. So it seems to be around that region. Which is which is okay, I suppose. Which is okay. It's probably more on the premium side, but I think if you're gonna buy like you know branded boxes, it probably would be around forty, fifty quid anyway. So it sounds, well, it sounds about right, probably. Okay. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on the on the launches? I think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant idea to because why why keep a brand only specific to women if you can expand and have a men's line why not and i think partnering with the sports stars partnering with the nba very very clever i think it, it's a great way to broaden the reach broaden the advertising the new line so yeah very impressive and it'll be interesting to see how it does but i think it will probably do quite well especially as you said if it's mainly women that do still purchase it then yeah i think a very clever venture for her to entertain it doesn't look like the skims men is available in the uk yet so it looks like it's from what i can see it looks like it is it is available online though from what it's saying it's about five to seven working days so for anybody interested that's in the uk five to seven working days to be able to order it but you can buy it from online from skims men website from the kylie's one it looks like they were doing drops so maybe so what, what is a drop by the way i think a drop is just a limited release of products so they'll launch a certain amount of clothes within a collection possibly an accessories and it's a finite amount so when it when it finishes it finishes so how do you find out about this you have to be i think you probably have to be engaged yeah Yeah, with the brand i see okay so you have to probably be following kylie or what's this space on that one yeah 
Okay, yeah. So I think some of the business keys to take away from this is um, I think ultimately you can have the largest presence in the world. You can have huge marketing. You can be a huge celebrity. But for, in terms of the longevity of your brand, the quality of the product is really, really key. Customer satisfaction is really, really key. And I think those that get that right tend to have a fantastic success, such as Kim. I think Kim is a billionaire through Skims and so is Rihanna. So I think that's 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 the key. That's the key differentiator. Make sure the quality of the product is there. Then the marketing will also help push the brand even further. Yeah, I think they said it's valued between four to six billion, which is incredible. For Skims, Skims. Skims brand, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Incredible, yeah. So they've done well there. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to Business Key Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on Skims and Kai. Is it something that you would buy? Do you, do you like the designs? Is it something that you would... Um, you, you think that you would buy or do you think it's too expensive let us know your thoughts on the business key podcast page we'll be putting a post up in the week so yeah leave your comments on there let us know what you think and follow us on instagram at business key pod and uh yeah we release episode every wednesday so we'll see you next week bye bye